And now, a Blaze Media podcast. So, yes, 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 it happened, okay? Get off me. My wife has a new grandbaby. Everly Rose Ardella Fisher, born this morning, if you're listening live, the 19th of May, 2020, 7.59 a.m. They're all just pleased as punch for the new child, the son's family. My wife has a new grandbaby. So, welcome to the world, Everly. Welcome to the world. So, I want you to know that that the world is a safer place because of Homeland Security and Mojave County, Arizona deputies. They are fighting human trafficking. And they're doing so by sending federal immigration agents into massage parlors and getting themselves massaged to prove how terrible these massage parlors are. (laughs) It is just, this entire story is incredible and i don't know that i'm going to get into this whole story today because i want to i want to delve into it even more but i will say that one of my favorite parts about the entire operation is that because it's a federal homeland security operation it's been dubbed operation asian touch oh where is my where is my music I mean, it's not, I mean, I know we have Operation <laughs> Varsity Blue. We have other episodes. Thank you. The brand new episode. The Mojave County Investigation. Tonight's episode, brand new Operation Asian Touch. <laughs> And the reason that you can feel safer, okay, is that they found most of the people in these massage parlors were Asian females. And some of the females refused to do the sex acts with the officers. And the officers just decided that they refused because... Well, they were on to us. They knew we were we were investigators. Really? Maybe they just didn't do that kind of thing. But never mind that. When it was all over, when the episode of Operation Asian I'm going to ruin the, the, the for sure ending of the episode for you, but what's inside the middle of the episode will, is well worth it. But at the end of the episode, you find out just how safe you really are on the streets of uh, Mojave County, Arizona. Um, they, they charged three misdemeanors 
from a single sexual encounter. So, I mean, how much safer do you feel now? <laughs> I know. I know. Me too. Me too. This is an amazing story. We are going to delve into this uh, again at some point when we all the all the information is coming out now. I mean, it is these guys, man. These guys. And you know, we talked about the uh, contact tracers and the new um, Karens of the world reporting everybody. And we know that, uh, you know, the big story was the guy from uh, New York who went to Hawaii. And when you go to Hawaii, you're supposed to be uh, on a 14-day quarantine rule. So you go to Hawaii, and then you're quarantined for 14 days. Unless you're in Hawaii for more than 14 days, you don't even get to go out. But I digress. So this guy from New York posted pictures of himself on Instagram. Be careful what you post. Uh, arriving at his hotel room in, in Oahu. And they showed him. On, he took pictures of himself on the beach. And he was out surfboarding and sunbathing. You know, things you might do in Hawaii. And he was reported. And they checked it out. He was arrested, booked, and bail was set at $4,000. Wow. I mean, there was another couple that did the same thing. And they were had warnings. I mean, they, they didn't even get the, you know, the arrest right away. They, the hotel staff, the hotel staff of Karen's were warning them, don't go out, don't go out, don't go out. Too late. You busted. And the governor said that, uh, well, the quarantine order will probably continue through the end of June. Steve McGarrett, Book of Deno, classic television show, by the way, and one of my favorite evil bad guys from Hawaii Five O. Little known, people never remember him, but he was always in the submarine. Whoa, fat! A Chinese guy. Whoa, fat! Oh my gosh! You can't. You couldn't have a bad. What was, his, what was his real name? Gosh darn it. Hawaii 5 as McGarrett. I keep thinking it's it's not Steve. Steve. You know what's funny Steve. is that. What as, is it? No, I don't know. We keep finding it. But you know what's funny is that right now everybody that's listening to the podcast, they're yelling it at you. You I know. idiot. This is his <laughs> name. <laughs> You racist. You remember everybody else is for the Chinese guy stuck in the truck, you racist. No, the sub. 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 Sorry, the, the theme song had an Asian guy inside a truck. So. Steve McGarrett. Hawaii 5 What the heck? Book him, Deno. I was like, can I remember his stupid name? Please pause a moment. Thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. We really appreciate it. Detective Steve McGear, Jack Lord. Yes, I know. I heard you hollering it in the 
Sorry, I got it. Jack Lord. Yeah, Steve McGarrett. <laughs> Why would you throw me off with that stupid sounder? So anyway, uh, the governor, not Steve McGarrett or Jack Lord uh, or uh, or Denno, the uh, detective. Uh, these actions are extreme, but necessary to flatten the curve and lay the groundwork for our recovery. Thank you. Thank you, Governor. We, we really appreciate it. We are turning into a country of Karens, man. Really, really bad. And I guess we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be happy with that because thanks to Karens, we're all safe, I guess. I mean, I was, the University of Kentucky. Are we safe, though? Are we safe? Seriously. Are we safe oh, because yeah. oh, yes, we're Karen safe. got we're upset safe. that when she was showing the house as a realtor, no one was wearing a mask? Or the Karen lady that went to the beach and nobody was wearing a mask? Or the Karen lady that decided because there was the neighbor's daughter coloring the sidewalk with chalk that was too oh, dangerous gosh. and she just took out the hose and washed it off because we can't have kids outside? <laughs> Are we safe? Oh, yeah, we're so much safer. Okay, sorry. I'll, we are so much safer I'll, now. Did you see up. the video of they were trying to make it into this beautiful thing, and I watched it I watched it three times, and each time it made me more angry. The video where the grandma is pulling up to the house, and they have this big plastic sheet between her and her grandkids. Yeah, and the she bubble, walks up and half has a bubble. To put her and she has to put her arms through this, you know, this this arm standing with the plastic gloves. Yeah. And I, yeah. I watched that, for, and it was supposed to be this such Beautiful, a cute thing. Beautiful, yes. And it made me more angry every time I saw it. Absolutely. Again. I couldn't believe this it. Is, this is, we should, it's like, I'm sorry they have to say that, but it's like wearing a condom twice when you do that outside. You outside? Why? And look. Why? Grandma, grandma is coming to see her kids. If you're not sick, and grandma isn't sick, you um, okay? Let her hug the grandkids. Yes. It's okay. Two non-sick people can hug each other. I was just so angry because they tried to make it this cool thing. I saw the video, and then they did a big news report on it, which is they even made it worse. Yeah, because they added the music and there's the transitions and it's heartfelt. Like, I here, get here it. Here she comes. Here comes Grandma. Get behind the plastic screen. And by the way, do you notice it's just a plastic screen? So you're telling me that all around it is not safe. When you put the plastic screen, it's safe. Yeah. Is that is that what you're telling me and right the person, now? The person, the person filming can you know keep obviously in the six foot uh, Distance. social distancing window, yeah. but goes around to the other side uh-huh. and films Emma from her angle yeah. hugging the kids. Yeah. So it just if if it's just that, if it was to say how dumb these rules are, yes, um, I would say okay, but that's not the way it was presented. No, the way it was presented was like, oh look at grandma, she hasn't hugged yeah. her grandkid she in a while. She finally gets to hug. Her she grandkids. finally gets to hug the grandkid during the quarantine. I'm sorry, I thought we were doing this for the elderly. Why is that elderly outside? Why is that elderly outside <laughs> without a mask, 
without a tracking device, without a drone above it. Why aren't we tracking? Where's the social distancing ambassador? Where's the contact tracer? Where are these people at giving flyers to this? It's it's so stupid. And yesterday, I know we talked about it, but the circles at Brooklyn uh, Park in New York. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fisher, now we believe in borders. Yes, basically. we do. Now... We believe in borders. We say that, yes, we do. yes, if you maintain yourself within this circle border, you are safe. So and now it's okay. It's okay, it's okay because, because it's not based on borders simply against brown people. No, no, no. It's, it's equal. borders for everybody. Everybody. Dude. If it's I one know. thing that this COVID-19 has taught me is that the Karens of the world are going to drive me nuts. Yeah. on their way i know i know they're on their way and you know that, that gets me back to the university of kentucky who fired its entire cheerleading coaching staff now i kind of agree with the firing i think because the investigation they did uh, had inappropriate conduct hazing alcohol use public nudity so it tends to be an issue with the cheerleading team but they've got like one of the best cheerleading teams in the in the world uh, University of Kentucky. I don't know that that's something to be proud of, but they certainly are. Now, they had a three-month investigation against the four coaches and the administrative assistant. Okay, so this was all about off-campus events, and they figured out that they were going to these off-campus events, and sometimes, sometimes, the cheerleaders were being encouraged to perform stunts and chance while partially nude. Now, they, I know. I know what you're thinking. How horrible. Now, I don't know if there's any video of it, but you know, if I need to look at how horrible it is, I'm willing to. The excessive consumption of alcohol and... <laughs> I know. I know. We need... <laughs> New episode. <laughs> so they performed some gymnastic routines known as basket tosses that included hurling teammates from a dock into the water. And get this. This is how horrible it was. They were either topless or bottomless. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So you know what made it wrong? You know what got him into trouble is that the coaches were in view. So the coaches were letting it happen. They were in view. So they've been fired completely. Now, now the thing that kind of gets me, you know, and I get it that the, you know, the coaches failed to stop this culture of hazing and alcohol use and public nudity at these off-campus events. Heaven forbid these people have fun. I mean, they shouldn't have any kind of fun like this at all. But Okay. Uh, this all started. This all started because why? Because of a Karen. Because of a Karen. That's right. Someone just said, "Hey, um, what's going on here? My daughter or son? And I'm not sure who it was. To be honest with you, um, is part of this, and this is wrong." So I'm a family member, and this conduct is really not good. So 
either the daughter or son on the cheerleading team. Bech. I'm sorry. If you have a son in cheerleading, you deserve a Karen call you. You deserve a Karen calling you. We have uh, we have a. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! You better rip the bandaid right now, sir. You better rip that bandaid. What do you have, Fisher? What do you have? Well, I mean, I don't think being a cheerleader is that bad of a thing. You're right. You know, President Bush was a cheerleader. Maybe I need to change my view. Maybe I need to change my view. But I, we have some. We have a good friends of the family. Uh huh. Good friends of the family that their son is cheerleader. And how old is his son? Uh, he's probably eighteen or nineteen now. And how long uh, has he been cheerleading? Five or six, seven years. I'll allow it. I will allow it. I will allow it. Because I know why he's in the cheerleading team. You would hope that's the case. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't bog me down. Oh, you better end it. You better end it because this kid is going to... You know what? On <laughs> Just know you would hope that's the case, wouldn't you? So when this story first broke, we talked about it on Chewing the Fat. Because when uh, news happens, uh, what's our logo again? What's our motto again? Uh, when news happens, chewing the fat is there. Chewing the fat records. Records. Yeah, when yeah, news yeah. happens, chewing the fat records. It's not that complicated. But okay. No, I just not What is it again? When chewing fat, I see now you got me no. all confused. When news happens, chewing the fat records. <laughs> Oh, so it's not that hard. Anyway, when the uh, when the shooter uh, shot up the Pensacola airbase, and they were wondering if it could be uh, terrorist related, and I seem to remember that this show uh, said, "Yes, um, I'm sure it's terrorist related." His name was Mohammed Al Shamrani. I feel like if you have a name of Mohammed. Al Shemrani, and you shoot up a United States Air Force base. You racist. It's you it's racist. So it's you're telling me that all Mohammeds of the world are terrorists, aka no. oh no. Okay. No, I am not. I'm saying if if you're a Mohammed Al Sharami and you shoot uh-huh. up a United States Air Force base, uh-huh. it is due to terrorism. Yes. So not you, all you, Mohammeds are terrorists, but no. if a Mohammed shoots up a base, you are a terrorist. Uh, that's correct. I like that. You know what? I like that. I like that. So so they have now released the fact that, oh, you know what? We finally got the information on his iPhone. And, you know, yeah, he had oh. Al-Qaeda ties. So you and- did read that it was an iPhone. I was so upset that it was an iPhone. 
Apple didn't because, give it to them either. Because Apple um, may have lost some shares when that story broke I know. overnight. I know. So all I say is if you want to shoot up a Pensacola, maybe use Android. <laughs> Do not use iPhones. As we've heard here in Chewing the Fat, Androids are better than iPhones. So if you're a terrorist, well, that's a fact. if you're a terrorist, if you're a Muhammad terrorist, go buy yourself an Android and then do whatever the hell you want. I will say that's probably what they were doing until they realized that Apple won't release their information, right? So if, if you're if you're a bad guy, and I mean this for any bad guy, whether you're Muhammad or, you know, Willie. How about Bill? I like Bill. Okay, better. Bill. That's like fine. Bill. If you're Muhammad, if you're or Willie, Bill. if you're Bill. Juan Pedro Carlos Jose. Something, any name. Just pick one out of the hat. I'm, if you're a bad guy, uh-huh. iPhone's the phone to use. Absolutely. Because like, if you get busted, they're not giving up the information. And by the way, that says a lot about Apple. They really love privacy. And they, yes, they respect do. your do privacy. They, do even, they, though? Even if you are a terrorist or a bad guy, they will still respect your privacy. That should be the <laughs> Apple new motto. Even if, if you're a bad you, guy. You're damn proud of it. Even if you're a bad guy, we will still respect your privacy. Privacy is our number one concern, Apple. Um, but is it really? Your privacy is our number one concern as long as we're the only ones that have the information. We're never going to give it to anyone else. But apparently Barr got it, so they figured it out. Right? They sent in our Justice Department has got their own iPhone uh, ID busters. And uh, they're they on. Figured out. They were like, hey, Bob, did you try one, two, three, four? <laughs> no? Okay. No? Oh, try no. one, two, three, four. It wor- Call Bar. Call Bar. We cracked it. We're in. We're in. We're in. Cancel the warrant. We're good. Actually. What do you get? You get nine chances, right? You get 10 chances. Like and I then after nine. that, it, it resets and destroys it. Or is this guy alive or dead? Uh, Muhammad El Sharami. I don't know the answer to it that. It doesn't question. matter because I don't think we completely destroyed him. Can we just use his fingerprint? Just be like, hey, fingerprint, or hey, screen grab his face and open the phone? Right. Maybe And maybe that's what they did. Maybe that's what part of the iPhone ID busters for the Justice Department is this did. Is this a fingerprint or face recognition? Hey, Muhammad, say cheese. Yeah. Okay, we in. Or you know, they just carried around, just carried around his hand for a while. And just to be clear, yes, he is dead. Uh, he was killed by Escambia County Sheriff deputies uh, after they arrived on the scene. And he had shot holes into the iPhone. He had shot up the iPhone. Uh, he stopped during the shootout to shoot up the phones. And Apple has, you know, commented that, uh, you know, hey, we, you know, obviously that's their new, their new sales pitch. Um, your, your privacy is our main concern, no matter what kind of deal you're in. Sometimes you just can't catch a break, though. So this guy in Macon, Georgia, he looks like he's probably, you know, not had the best of luck as of late. Uh, he's, you know, living on the streets. It looks like probably doing as much drugs as he can get his hands on. But when you live on the streets like that, especially in Georgia, and you're in Bibb County, and you figure, hey, um, I'm 
catching a buzz here. I might as well have a little sex when I can get it, right? So he starts, uh, you know, having taking care of a little business and gets reported. A Karen reports him. We call the complaint. Two people are having sex on the front steps of the Daybreak Day Resource Center on Walnut Street in Macon. So send the police out there. Somebody's out, somebody's out there. Okay, so I'm guessing, I don't know if the Daybreak Day Resource Center is open uh, at 4 a.m. Sunday morning, but I guess probably not. But you can't have sex on the front steps. So the police showed up. And there they, 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 they were, the couple, taking care of business front of the Daybreak Day Resource Center at 4 a.m. And uh, they broke it up, and they told the man to get dressed. And as he was getting dressed, they went, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, she was, she had passed away. Oh, what's a necrophilia? She had passed away. Necrophilia? Well, that's what they're charging him with. Oh, wait. That's what they're charging him with. Now I'm thinking, wait a second. Was she dead when he started? I don't think so. I don't know. But, you know, even if she was. So, wait. Is this guy business that good that will take a girl to her grave? Right? This guy needs to meet the police officer from Louisiana that accepted uh, <laughs> business from and some... got reported. Yeah. Yeah. So according to the um, emergency services, and who is what the emergency services at 4 a.m. in Macon, Georgia? What is that? Bill and Julie? Oh, absolutely. It's Bill and Julie working yeah. in the graveyard. So place. they showed up and they said, oh, it looks like she's been dead for quite some time. Oh. So can we get a corner? What does that mean? Thank you. Can we get a corner in here first? Thank you. And I mean, that's what they're that's what they're doing now is they're performing. But according to Bill and Julia, oh, she's been dead for quite some time. Well, of course, right, she's but, been but, dead for quite some time. It depends how you measure time. Was it a New York minute or was it a you know Florida minute? Which one was it? I mean, my man, I'm sure was a little. You know, I'm guessing at 4 a.m. on the front steps of the Daybreak Day Resource Center, you probably are still a little buzzed. I feel like she overdosed on something, and he yeah. just kept going. Yeah, I mean, if you're hey, honey, the... you're liking this, right? Hey, oh, that's right. I told you not to talk back. Especially if you're under the influence of anything. Oh, absolutely. Right? You keep going. And you. St and by you the way, something. and by the way, usually at this point, I'm gonna give credit to this guy because usually end up, and this guy just kept going. And for those of you that did not uh, hear what I said, just email Chewing the Fat and Jeffy will tell you that beep, what that meant. But all I'm telling you is at that point, he's just smashing it. He's not doing anything. He's just smashing. I, and I feel like, you know, charging him with necrophilia. That's no, just a reach. No, the only, on. the only people that get charged with that are creepy coroners or creepy funeral directors. Right. You're not charging that to a normal human being. Absolutely not. No. Right. No, that's for the coroners and for the funeral directors. So let's start a GoFundMe page. I want him to be represented with the best lawyers. I want him out <laughs> yesterday. I feel like my man. I feel like my man is getting the raw end of the deal. You can quote me on that, by the way. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
All right, let's go to the break room. I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Desperately. I don't think I say it enough. I don't think I say it enough. I don't think I remind you enough how good an ice cold Coca-Cola Zero Sugar is, but maybe I do. Maybe I do. I just, I just don't recall. So uh, be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Uh, it's free today. I can't promise that it's going to be free tomorrow. But, uh, you know, probably odds are pretty good that it will be. But subscribe. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not a subscriber, what are you doing? My gosh, please just subscribe to the podcast. All right. Thank you. If you're listening live right now on the 19th of May, 2020, and you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, either the podcast and or the YouTube channel, what are you doing with your life? And by the I way, say, Fisher, I want to say that, you know, our next Zoom CTF virtual happy hour is friday the 29th of may so you have to be a subscriber in order to participate in all those events that we host because how are you able to find out that on may 29 that friday at 6 central 7 eastern there's going to be a next ctf virtual happy hour <laughs> only subscribers get oh, that. that seems like a long way off bro it does it seems like a long way off. I feel like the world could have changed again. Absolutely. By the 29th. By the 29th. And by the way, by the 29th, Texas is fully open. Yeah. Everything is open in Texas. I think I think the uh, return of Football. chewing the fat in the studio may be hurricane season start day one, June 1st. I do not mind that. If you're telling me that. Um, you're going to be at the studios, let me know. I'll still be at the house. I'm going to milk this into the end of the world. Um, my, boss has wow. called, my boss has called me twice and said, hey, when are you coming back? I'll be like, when I hear from the big boss that we get to go back. Yeah. So you going to be back and June he, 1st? And he sent, he, and we did see an email from the, the big boss we yesterday, did. right? And there was nothing and, in there. No, there was not. So no, I'm going to take not. that as a, you stay at home. We're still on. We're still yeah. on. The CQB still alive as of today. Well, stay. I feel like by the 29th, oh, man. Well, by the way, it's starting the 29th, to smell. We could, have, we could have a second wave by the 29th, my friend. It's starting to smell. We've been here for 68 days. It's starting to <laughs> smell. <laughs> so I hope <laughs> that by June 1st, we are allowed to leave. <laughs> uh, you know, I've actually, I actually thought a couple of days ago. I thought, you know, maybe I should open a window. Oh, thought, definitely, nah, you should nah. open a window. <laughs> I had my windows open, so the smell is out. But it, it was starting to reek up here. Yeah, big surprise, your neighbors move like that. I also got an email from uh, to chewing the fat at theblaze dot com. A family went on vacation uh, during the pandemic. Oh, where they go? <laughs> And uh, they they wrote me an email and described all of their stops on their trip. And some of it's kind of fascinating. I'll read that on the podcast version of this show. So uh, subscribe if you're not a subscriber. Can you at least tell me where that. they went from where Pardon? to where? Can you tell me where they went from where to where? Sure. They went. They did uh, show up in Colorado. Okay. Showed up in Utah. Okay. They showed up in Arizona. Oh, they skipped Texas. They showed up. Did they? 
Did they skip Texas? Yeah. Do, do, did I name every place they went? Well, it, I'm, I'm looking teams. at the map in my head, and I feel like they went over Texas to Arizona. Well, see, what if? But if you're coming from Colorado. Utah and Colorado uh-huh. and Arizona uh-huh. and New Mexico, see, they jumped right there. They jumped Texas. head right into Texas. I, I don't know if it, see. I'm only hold up a map. Can you hold? Can Boy. you hold the map? Yeah. Hold up the map and okay. see how it works. Is as you come around like that, you swing through. So you would, oh, so if they you went, were going in that direction, you would swing through the state of Texas. So they went the long way instead of the quick way. <sighs> they, if you're on vacation, they went the scenic route. If you're on vacation, okay, that's the route. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was some qualifiers in there. Wow. Oh. And if you're a subscriber, then you can rate and review Absolutely. the podcast. Now we've I tried to tell you a long time ago, you don't have to, you know, try to be funny. I appreciate the little reviews, but it's easier just to give us, you know, twenty stars, best podcast ever, and move on. That's simple. But some people feel like they have to comment. So, you know, like uh, you know, been here since the beginning from Dingo three three nine nine. And I'm happy to have Dingo three three nine nine here from the beginning. Uh, Twenty stars. This COVID s pound exclamation point plus oh, is okay. killing me. I need my guys back in the studio. Okay, well we're getting there. Calm down. I mean, we're still giving you great shows. What do you? You know, I agree with. Uh, well, there's attention bunker. Uh, got to be the best Joe on the blaze. Got to be. Uh, it, it is. is. Uh, there's no question. Okay. Um, there was also, where was the one from the postal worker? I'm a fan. I'm so glad we have a postal worker. I'm sorry. Mail carrier. Um, <clears throat> OMG. Best, best, best. Jeff is the best matched. Uh, Jeff calls me. Jeff pair. and Chris. I listened to what? Jeff and Chris are the best. See, it's blurry on my screen. Oh, okay. I'll fix it for you. Is Jeff and Chris are the best match pair ever? You you sure that's what it says? That's exactly what it says. Even though he misspelled Chris, Chris is K R S. But you know what? I'll digress. Figure out what's wrong with my screen. I listened to Glenn, and then the first hour of Days spelled wrong too. Steve Days. By the way, uh, Days. Um, that's. 10 in Spanish. So good job on writing 10 <laughs> in Spanish. Then straight over to these two and even reruns. Laugh the rest of the day. Thank you. I'm a mail carrier and I've had to pull over, wipe the tears from my eyes and get control of myself. Then finish delivering the mail. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, not don't. deliver the mail. Jeffy, do I want to, I want to stop you right there because I say future, um, board of governors, you know, representative, how do yeah. you feel about your, Male carrier stopping to wipe his tears and well, get control of himself. He's thinking of the safety of other people. Oh, thank you. Okay, I appreciate got it. it. Got it. What are you got talking it. about? Of course, he has to stop. Okay. I mean, Sorry. I would appreciate if he didn't, but I can understand that he's, you know, he's laughing until he's crying. And yes. He, you know, he's, his view is impaired. impaired. He's got to stop so yes. it doesn't hurt anyone. Duh. And by the way, I want to know, Mr. Mail Carrier, are you the mail carrier that is always with civilian clothes or are you the mail carrier that wears a uniform still i would like to know that chewing the fat at the blaze.com chewing the fat at the blaze.com. i feel like i feel like uh 
what was his name? I feel like uh, oh, his name is is just B J D yes. in parentheses. Uh, I feel like he wears uh, he wears the suit. He wears the uniform. He wears He's a proud. Shorts. He's a proud mayor. Well, I'm carrier. not saying I'm not saying that you know he should be ashamed, but I'm noticing that my mail carrier, my sexy mail carrier, never wow. wears her uniforms. She's always wearing her short shorts and a t-shirt. That's going to stop when I'm in charge. Okay. People need to wear uniforms and be proud. Finish this so you can do your coronavirus update. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to congratulate Jeff Bezos. Uh, I know he's the new guy that we hate. Hold on. Before you do that, he says, then I finished delivering the mail due to laughing so much. FYI, the gun sounds have freaked out a few customers. I've had a few of them ask... Did you hear gunfire? That is amazing. That's awesome. And by the way, he should just say, uh, yes, I did. On the podcast, Chewing the Fat, which, by the way, if you want to continue receiving your mail, you will be a subscriber to. It's just that simple. That's part of the deal. It's just part of the deal. Anyway, congratulations to Jeff Bezos. Well, maybe I'll cover this a little bit more because, you know, we were worried about him when the wife took some money from him which I don't think she took enough. And this is obviously the case that she didn't take enough. He's now on track to be the first trillionaire. Yes. And that's why I own some stock at Amazon. Wow, man. If that isn't proof that she didn't take enough, I don't know what is. All right, let's get to those coronavirus numbers. Uh, 4,943,077 total cases worldwide. We'll be breaking that 5 million mark very, very soon. You, you can quote me on that, too. Deaths, uh, 321,998 total deaths worldwide at the time of this recording. In the United States of America, we have 1,557,846 total cases and 92,478 total deaths. In China, uh, as they tried to crack that 83,000 total case mark, uh, I saw a story yesterday that talked about 108 million people put into lockdown after 34 new coronavirus cases detected. Well, that's interesting because when you look at their total numbers on the world meters infographic, uh, they have 82,960 total cases. Now, according to that story, they have 34 new cases detected, but as of this recording, uh, they have six new cases that's being reported and they have not broken the 83,000 mark yet. So I don't know who to believe. I don't know who or what to believe anymore. Going through the TSA checkpoint numbers yesterday, oh, down a little, but still hanging tough. 244,176 through the turnstiles. So, I mean, if that's a new average, then we're starting to come back, right? By the Hopefully by the summertime, 1st of June, we're, we're coming back. Coming back, baby. And this time, we're pissed. And then I saw a headline yesterday, and it got me thinking, I wonder if they will try to do it. So... I'm talking to someone yesterday evening and they asked, uh, do you think that, uh, now that everything is opening up, what happens when there's a second wave? 
And then I see this headline, will Americans submit to a second lockdown? And I think, no way. No way. If there's a, in quotation marks, for those of you watching uh, live on the 19th of May, uh, if there is a second wave, which, you know, there obviously will be, the cases are going to go up that now that we, you know, people are out and about. But I feel like if there's a second wave, we just, we go back into what should have happened the first time. We self-isolate. If you want to stay home, you stay home. You make sure you wash your hands better than you normally do. And you wear a mask if you have to, but you're not, you know, we're not going to start throwing people in jail for not wearing a mask. Well, you know, in other countries they are, (laughs) but not in this country. I mean, (laughs) I mean, more and more judges are finding these state overreach laws are unconstitutional, which we tried to tell you in the beginning, but uh, the judges hopefully in uh, the rest of the states are going to be saying that as well. Like, uh, Okay, governors, you had your shot and you tried to, you know, keep everybody down and gain your power. Now we've got to be ever vigilant against these dingleberries and say no. Just say no. I've heard that somewhere before. Have I heard that before? Just say no. Huh. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcast. I mean, I'm going to get to the vacation email and we'll run down their stories, but I was just looking at some of the outcome from the pandemic. Wow. I mean, look, Uber is cutting 3,000 more jobs, closing 45 offices and reevaluating, reevaluating its non-core businesses. Here's an idea, Uber. Dump the scooter and bicycle business. I think we already discussed that, didn't we? I think we, we met about that already. But the, open, up your, open up your notebook and take a look at that one again, okay? I know it's big news that JCPenney is closing and they're going back. They've been in trouble for a long time. I think JCPenney is trying to be like some of the states like uh, Colorado and California and Michigan where they're going to blame their woes on the pandemic when really those woes were already there, right? So should we bail them out? I don't know. I don't know. Apple reopening stores around the country, uh, but they're saying you're going to need a face mask and a temperature check to enter. I mean, if you want that privacy, <clears throat> if you want that privacy, you don't want people to know uh, where you've been, what are you doing, and, who you're talking then, to. Okay, so what's going to happen when you go to the bank? Because last time I checked, it was against the rules to wear any form of face covering yeah, they're letting when you, you go though, to right? the bank. Yeah, they're letting you, though. So this is going to, I don't know. I, I do not like, I do, do not want to get my temperature checked. I'm a grown adult. I do not want to no, wear I know, a face mask. I'll tell you what happens is uh, they've changed the way the wording. I, there was a crime story. Gosh darn it. Yeah, here it is. Uh, they're, they're wording it differently. So they're telling you that you have to wear masks, right? But this, uh, this kid, and I say kid, 20-year-old suspect, he, was, he robbed a store with a mask on. Now, his mask was a carved-out watermelon. Which, you know, I don't know that they carved out a watermelon and he drilled two holes in for his eyes and stuff. So, I mean, that's just dumb. I know. But he's the water, the, the watermelon head thief. But he's being charged with because all these places are making, you know, mandatory that you wear a mask. He's charged with wearing a mask in public while committing larceny. 
So if you could, you know, if they're mandating you wear a mask, you still get to wear a mask, like in a bank. But if you do anything that's even close to breaking the law, you know, like I don't know, robbing an actual store, um, you you get you get in trouble for wearing the mask while committing the crime. I know it's not a very good thing to name criminals, you know, like killers, give them names. But can we call him the watermelon bandit? <laughs> sure. Sure, I'm good with that. I like that. I, I, it's genius. He and his partner. They haven't found the one guy yet. And this Was is, he wearing a watermelon too? Yes. Yes. So, yes. watermelon bandit still lives. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely, it does. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what, what you're thinking when you're thinking that you're going to cut out a watermelon and drill some holes in for the eyes and then go rob something. But You know what you're thinking? Right. You're thinking no one's going to know that I'm the watermelon bandit. That's what they're thinking. <laughs> no one will know it's us. Never mind. They know our car and what our bodies look like, yeah, but, but we'll be fine. You, Sir, do you see a watermelon on my driver's license? Okay, then it's not me. Look at the time it takes to carve out those stupid it does. Yes. Holy cow! And now did he carve it? it did he carve it the wide or the long way? So no, his the pic. There's the pictures. Picture, the picture is the long way. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the picture. It looks now, like an alien. Now so my, my my second and I know this more is more of an like, alien look. Really, I know this is going to completely derail awesome. what you're going to do now, but. What did he do with the inside of the watermelon? Did he just toss it out or did he eat the watermelon and then... You'd like to think that they're smart enough to eat it, but yes. they're actually robbing places with melons on I their know, heads, and so that's probably not, just threw See, it now I'm, I'm upset because he just wasted watermelon. Right. Oh, he should be charged with that as well. Well, no, I don't like that either. Hold on. What do you mean? No, I don't like that. Leave yeah, alone. I used to be charged with Leave that the as well. Watermelon so, um, and speaking of wearing masks, I mean, they're going to, Disney's opening back up and they're going to tell people they have to wear masks. Yeah. At the park. Yep. Uh, good luck. By the way, I would like to know, I would like to know from a professional scientist, doctor, whatever. Right, I'm here for you. What do you need to know? Okay. When you're wearing a mask, yes. you're breathing back your own, whatever you're spitting out. Is that bad for the body? Like that's like you you're not fully doing what the body's supposed to do. Like you inhaling and exhaling. Like you just inhaling and exhaling everything at the same time. So your question is: Is it is it healthy to keep having that mask on and you are inhaling while you exhale? Yes. So the Disney CEO. Uh, we'll tell you that, uh, so that will be something that will be a little trying for some of our guests, uh, particularly in hot, humid summers. Exactly. Uh, tend to have. No kidding. By the way, Florida, in the middle of the swamp where Walt Disney wanted <laughs> Disney World, do you think that people are going to come and wear a stupid mask for eight hours? I will only do it if Disney decides to cut prices because... And that you know that's not going to happen. Then I'm not going to wear a mask. Yeah, no way. No way. You're charging me $8 billion to come in this place. And I'm, I'm uncomfortable. And I'm uncomfortable for the next eight hours wearing a mask. In the sunny <laughs> Orlando, know. Florida, where it's humid. And you know, the guy in charge, did you get this? Did you know that uh, the guy in charge of uh, Disney Plus 
and uh, the in charge of the big uh, direct to consumer uh, international. He just quit. Yeah, he's at TikTok. TikTok. He's at yeah. TikTok now. He got pissed. Yep. Remember because yep. when uh, what's his face Iger was going to quit. Mm-hmm. And then he did. And he th- and he figured that was his job. Yep. And they gave it to the other guy. Yep. And I think they probably they probably sold it to him like, look, we knew Bob wasn't going to stay. He was going to come back. So we gave it to that guy so that you wouldn't be seen as a loser. Yep. So don't worry about it. When Bob leaves, we'll give it to you. But he didn't buy it. No. And by the way, I don't understand why he will go from Disney to TikTok because TikTok is social media controlled by China for yeah. whatever you, you know, wherever in the spectrum you fall. Kevin and all cash. I could think of is the cash. Yeah, he just wants The cash. He doesn't care about anything else. He doesn't care about anything else at all. Recording. All right, so I got this email, uh, chewingthefatattheblaze.com, and uh, it's from, of course, one of our listeners, and it said, my family and I just took a trip out west. They're from the great state of Missouri, and they thought we'd uh, like to hear some of their observations as they were out and about. Uh, she, or, or he, I don't know which, uh, tells me that uh, the family believes that uh, living their lives and having an open economy are important pillars of American life. Duh! And we are not interested in any form of oppression. Nice. So they go to Colorado. Uh, We went along the southern half of the state. We saw a wide range of behaviors depending on the county and town we were in. In Colorado Springs store, people seemed generally nonchalant. Some were wearing masks. At a Taco Bell drive-thru, our food was handed to us in a plastic tub. They held the tub out the window. We had to take it out. The hotel we stayed at had signs saying the county only allowed uh, hotels to rent to essential workers, though clearly they did not question my online reservation at check-in. The next day, we talked to a local woman in the same county who owned a B&B and said the county would not allow her to open until June and would be requiring several certifications and inspections before she could reopen. Apparently, that county was one of the worst in the state for restrictions. As we traveled west through Colorado, we saw the smaller towns seemed to be much less restricted and people seemed much less concerned. In Durango, a trip to a local park seemed like the thing to do. Lots of people were out and very few were wearing masks. However, at a quick stop in Cortez, we saw a lot more masks and people seemed much more paranoid. Utah. Utah was by far the best state we visited, and I loved Utah, man. I, when we stayed, I could live in Utah. I, I really did. I, I love the state of Utah. A few people wore masks unless they were tourists, which seems strange to me. Why travel if you're that worried? And business operations seemed almost normal. In Monticello, where we stayed, the hotel and store we visited felt very at ease. It was so refreshing to finally find some normalcy. Granted, there were still things like no real breakfast at the hotel and store clerks wearing simple cloth face masks. But given all the plastic barriers, gloves, etc., we see elsewhere, it was a welcome change. As we traveled around up I-70 and down to Scenic 12, we saw little evidence anything was amiss in the world. People were recreating and enjoying life. Businesses were open, and there were lots of tourists. The major sign that anything was wrong was that some national parks were closed, like Arches and Canyonland. And those are beautiful, man. Those parks are gorgeous. In Arizona, we stayed in Page, right at the border. 
we had very different experiences in Arizona. In Page, things seemed somewhat relaxed. The hotel and local Walmart did not seem too strict, and the fast food place we stopped at didn't even wear masks. We had a very different experience the next day at a Walmart in Winslow. Be Winslow, Arizona. Yeah, baby. A little Eagles song there for you. While attempting to walk in, we were stopped by a clerk who told us we had to wait outside until another person in front of us had walked through the inner doors. We turned around and left. New Mexico. Good for you. New Mexico. Driving through our way home, we ended up calling it Nazi land. Wow. When we crossed the border into New Mexico, it became pretty clear we would not be stopping there. Multiple reader boards along the interstate said face masks were required everywhere in the state. Several towns also had signs saying outside traffic travelers were not allowed. One reader board in Gallup, she thinks it was Gallup, said vehicles were restricted to two people per. So we we were so turned off by the signs, we drove through the entire state without stopping. Wonder she ever went to the bathroom anywhere. I mean, hope she had a large bottle to relieve herself in. We also drove through the Texas panhandle and we stayed in Armadillo or Amarillo, Armadillo, Amarillo, same place. Obviously, you know about Texas, so we won't review. No, I wish you would because uh, some places are different throughout this great state. We did see the aftermath of the huge accident and pile up on I-40 right at the border. Westbound traffic was a parking lot for over 10 miles. In all my travel, I cannot recall ever seeing such a long line of stop vehicles. People literally had lawn chairs on the interstate and were just treating it like a night on the back porch. <laughs> we almost did that in an accident uh, here in Texas. We were coming back from the great state of Arkansas as we got robbed at the diamond mine. And there was an accident. Uh, it was a horrible accident, too. When we finally reached where the accident was, it was you could... You didn't feel so bad about waiting, but it was for ever. And you do want to just get your, just get the chairs out, sit down. Cause you're not going anywhere. It's just hang out. Don't worry about it. And at that time, uh, I was still, uh, smoking. So you're just getting out, hanging out. Yep. You just hang, lean up against the car, smoking cigarettes, drinking Coca-Cola, man. You do not get those days back. <sighs> I mean, we could pretend to get those days back. Been almost been a year and a half since I've had a cigarette. Anyway, thanks for the vacation letter. If you have more vacation letters, I'd love to get your reviews of different states and cities that you went to and how what's being done uh, out there in the world. Because, uh, I mean, I'm not going on vacation right now. Uh, I don't know about you. I mean, I'm sending the wife off. The wife goes uh, here and there and out and about. You know, she's down taking care of the, you know, the, her new grandbaby. She's out of the house. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Take care. But, oof, no, I mean, I'm still on lockdown. Man, what day is it? 6,800? 6,900? Something like that. I mean, we're close to, we're close to, we're almost at 7,000 days in lockdown. It's amazing. Incredible. Wow. We'll have to have a party or something. <laughs> 